Welcome to another edition of the Bible in the News with Paul Billington. A headline in Britain's Daily Telegraph on Friday read, Death of a Currency as Eurogeddon Approaches. It's time to think what hitherto markets have regarded as unthinkable, that the euro really is on its last legs. So what does happen if the euro currency crashes? It's just one month ago that the German Chancellor, Angela Merkel, warned that war could engulf Europe once again. She was quoted as saying that another half-century of peace and prosperity in Europe is not to be taken for granted. If the euro fails, Europe fails. That's the Daily Express, October the 27th, and the Times newspaper on the same day called it Merkel's Call to Arms. But who's going to fight who, and for what? In order to understand this apocalyptic scenario, we first need to identify the cause of Europe's economic troubles. In a word, the cause is socialism. The philosophy that all are equal and deserve, or are entitled to, equal benefits whether they work for it or not. Whether one earns the money or spends it is irrelevant in a socialist society. All get a piece of the European pie. This, of course, causes friction. Now, when we view this on an international basis, working within a socialist Europe, we see that the Greeks and Spaniards expect to live as comfortably and at the same level as the Germans and the other producers. When this doesn't happen, it leads to riots, people demanding their rights and turning to violence in order to get what they want. When this happens, authority has to be imposed by police, and if that doesn't work, by the army, or by one prosperous nation, say Germany, forcing another, say Greece, Spain or Italy, to pull its weight. This could lead to instability in Europe. Such a threat to European security is a worry to neighbours such as Russia. Europe has been protected from Russian aggression by American military might and deterrence ever since the Second World War. But what if the United States is no longer willing or able to bear that burden? That is a situation that could lead to Russia triumphant and Europe chained. Well, on Friday the news was this, as ran a headline on the Yahoo News website, Russia threatens missile deployment on EU borders. Russia on Wednesday threatened to deploy missiles on the EU's borders to strike against a planned US defense system in Eastern Europe. But Washington said the shield will go ahead as planned. Using rhetoric reminiscent of the Cold War, President Dmitry Medvedev said Russia was prepared to deploy Iskander missiles, which officials said has a range of up to 500 kilometers or 310 miles in the Kaliningrad enclave that borders EU members Poland and Lithuania. He said the weapons systems might also be deployed in the south, close to Russia's foe Georgia and NATO member Turkey, and be used to eliminate the missile defense systems. Now, whether Angela Merkel had anything like this in mind when she warned about war in Europe, we cannot say. But there can be no doubt that if Europe were to shatter, 
there would be a rush to loot it. And it is Bible prophecy that tells us that Russia will be the winner. Our speculations here are logical. If, and if, and if. But Bible prophecy is not an if. As Daniel told King Nebuchadnezzar when he unfolded the prophecy of the latter-day image empire, the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. That's Daniel chapter 2, verse 45. A giant image empire will be formed encompassing all the territories represented by the metals of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. The territories of the Babylonian, Medo-Persian, Greek and Roman empires are to be forged into one great image. And as Daniel chapter 2 verse 31 described it, the form thereof was terrible. This same multinational union is described in Ezekiel chapter 38, where the ancient name places are given. They equate to all Eurasia, that is, all of Russia and Europe, plus much of the Middle East and Northern Africa. So what I'm saying is that the current Euro crisis could, I say could, lead to exactly the situation predicted by Scripture. Something of this kind has to take place, and that before too long, so that the grand purpose of God may become a rea reality. This involves the return of Jesus of Nazareth as the Messiah of Israel, and the establishment of the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom of Israel restored, upon the ruins of the Gentile nations, as we read in Daniel chapter 2, verse 44. In the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall, be, it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Join us again next week, God willing, at www.bibleinthenews.com. <laughs>